amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, Connie Bates. Love Talk Radio. Sugar Breaches mentality, I don't know what one is. 
I don't play that song. I hate that song. I hate that song. It's just silly and it's stupid. Anyway, we're having an intervention with Debbie Hamby today. So let me let me set the the stage for you here. Okay, I've known Debbie for a few for a few. Well, good. You need to be swimming laps. I think we've established that. How are you? commenting and swimming laps at the same time just a thought but anyway known debbie for a long time and debbie once upon a time started off at 190 pounds now she's a short thing so that's a lot of weight for a woman to be carrying that's a short thing and i remember when she took to the lifestyle to the Shibboleth lifestyle, I have to be careful. You say lifestyle, somebody might think that's something alternative going on there. This is really a kind of an alternative lifestyle. It's alternative to what everybody else is doing in the world, feeding themselves to death. I mean, t- two-thirds of our population falls in one of three categories, either overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. So they've got a lifestyle. And we've got an alternative to that. It's called rational eating. It's called having some common sense. It's called being an adult and not acting like you're a spoilt, rotten child. You, you become an adult. When you, when you get to a certain age, you're supposed to put away childish things, childish activities, silly things like hurting yourself with food. You're supposed to put that away. Rest of the world's not going to do that. They've given themselves over to instant gratification. They've given themselves over to self-indulgence on a day-to-day basis. This is an alternative for people that want to live with a little darn common sense and some self-discipline, some faith even. That's what this is and what it's about. So Debbie Hamby, she's taller than nothing. And she started at 190 pounds. Looked like a big gal to me. She come in, she said she wanted to lose weight. She had a warrior's attitude about her. She just, when other people in the class would have sugar britches moments or bless your heart moments, Debbie'd get them. She had the right attitude and she became very, very successful. She lost a lot of weight. Got down to her happy weight. She's in the healthcare field too, so she sees people that are overweight and dealing with all the unintended consequences of being fat. And she did something about it. She earned my respect even. She lost the weight, looked great, tried to get her husband on board. He'd stay a little while and then leave. But, boy, she just, she had dogged determination, consistency, persistence, self-discipline, a warrior's attitude. She got the weight off, kept it off. Now, I turn around twice, she's put it all back on. Now, those of you that don't know how this goes, my name's Jack, and I'm going to give her a savage beatdown, but she's asked for it. She's asked for it. She sent me a message and says, I need it rough, Jack. I need it rough. So old Jack's going to give it to her rough. Now, people, if they if they come on here and they start heckling us now, 
saying, you know, what kind of thing is this? Y'all need to let everybody know before they think I went overboard that Debbie asked for this, and she has signed off on this. I'm going to give her some good counsel, but the first thing I'm going to do is intervene, and then I'm going to give her good counsel, and then I'm going to give her a meal plan. That's what I'm going to do. So let's get her on the telephone. What do you say? Let's get us some music on here while we get her on the telephone. This is Debbie Hamby. Debbie Hamby. This is Jack. Yeah, you better believe it's Jack. I didn't believe you'd show. I would not not show. I would have thought that you would have been hiding in your shame for what you've done to yourself. You should be kicking your own arse for what you've done to yourself. And you should kick it doubly because you'd already lost the weight. You put it all back on. What kind of, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't have an excuse. Well, praise God for that. I'm looking at your assessment, and I'm going to go over it with you and everybody else, and I'm going to throw you totally under the bus. But meanwhile, we've got folks watching this thing. We've got people listening to this thing. Tell them about Debbie. What do they need to know about Debbie pre-Shibola? What do they need to know about Debbie during your the height of your rock star status with Shibola? And what do they need to know about Debbie now? Pre-Shibola, Debbie was never accountable to herself for her actions. She ate and did as she pleased. During her rock star status, she was accountable she was well-disciplined and kept in touch with the program. And at present, for about two years, year and a half to two, I've done as I please with occasional doing a little bit of a program here and there, but no consistency. You having a problem with staying consistent and disciplined and holding to the plan that I lay out. Oh, my gosh. Well, Debbie, here's here's what I've got to say about that first. I just give you high praise, much higher praise than Jack usually gives anyone. But I gave you high praise in front of these people because you would have been one that I would have figured would have never, ever let her rear end get back in the shape you've let your rear end get into. I mean, I could, I, you were... I mean, you were like the female Jack. 
what in the world? And then I turn around twice, and you put all the weight back on. Before, you would ridicule, along with me, you would ridicule those that had the bless your heart mentality. I mean, you would even stand up to them in class and tell them, you can't think like that. You're going to have to think this way. You're going to have to think positive. You're going to have to focus on what you can have. Not on what, I mean, you are like a walking, talking mini version of Jack. How did this happen? I do not comprehend though. Neither myself, but I have to say I must have been drunk with wine. Drunk? You was getting drunk too? Drunk on food. That's what I thought. What kind of foods were you eating? To I mean, you didn't just put back on 10. You look like a blimp. What happened? I ate what I wanted when I wanted and with no consideration for the consequences. Do you feel better about yourself now that you've given yourself over to the food god? No, I don't. You must have felt but good I, when you were doing it. It tasted good, but not felt good. Well, what what were you thinking? Did you not get on the scales on a day-to-day basis? I wasn't, I wasn't thinking. If I thought about it, I would think, well, I'm going to restart tomorrow. I'm going to get started tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never comes unless you stop and do it today. So you put on 10 pounds. Did, did you not have stopping sense then? No, obviously not. So you put on 20. Did you not have something? No, it was generally speaking another trip, another something, another excuse until it became more than I had anticipated. All right, let me say this. First of all, I'm a human lie detector test, and Debbie Hamby doesn't lie, so I'm not going to have to dig deep to try to find out what lies she's hiding from old Jack. I'm not going to have to figure that out. She doesn't lie. I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I am a human lie detector test. She doesn't lie. And unless there's something hidden really deep, the only reason that I can think of that this woman has relapsed, she put, listen, you put back on more than 50 pounds, girl. I can tell. Yeah, Lord, everybody can. I mean, this yeah, is like this is like when you smell yourself and you're like, I stink. If you can smell yourself, other people have been smelling you for days. Do you not think that the whole team here wasn't watching the train wreck? I mean, we're living in the days of social media. Shaking my head. I mean, when you lost all that weight before, you took you didn't just take off weight. You took years off your life. You look younger. Do you now? No. What do you say? I look worse. I see an overweight woman who needs to get her arse back in shape. Quickly, I'd say, before you pop. Yep, that's probably true, Jack. Now, I'm not done. Wait. I know you're not. I'm expecting it. Oh, I'm going to give it to you. Debbie doesn't lie. But... Now, Debbie, you may be hiding some psychological reasons that you eat. Here's what old Jack thinks. I think Joe retired, your husband, and y'all went out uh, uh, 
following with the good life. The you top. let good be you let good be the enemy of great. You're y'all right. had a good y'all y'all got a good life and a comfortable life, but instead of work, 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 working so you can play a little bit, you started play, 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 play every day. And turn around you done put back on fifty pounds. You're right. Is that what happened, or is there some some childhood trauma we need to deal with? I think it's just no, you had a good life. I think I've had a I, I've had way too many good times that weren't so good as the for the consequences. It wasn't worth it, was it? No, no. Do you think you've learned your doggone lesson? Well, you know, the one ability I do have, and I hate to admit it, is how easy it is to forget. It's easy to forget where you've been if you don't stay in tune by looking at it daily. You're making it hard not to give you an arse chewing because you're being so truthful. Well, I'm a reality. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. And in my reality... I have to look at it and say, this is what I did, this this is where I was, this is where I am, and where am I going? You did it, all right. Let me tell you where you're headed if you don't fix this. Number one, you should be ashamed being in the healthcare field, being that overweight woman. But next, you put back on all this weight. Here's your assessment. Oh, you didn't send me the right assessment. Never mind. I did. No, you sent me your journal summary. Oh, well, my assessment, I'll go get it so we can read You don't pay any attention to the things that people tell you to do. Always so busy yakking. All right, look, your initial weight was 190. You lost it. What was the low weight that you got to? 143. 143 was looking good, and now, according to this, you're 188.5. Is that correct? That would be correct. 188 pounds on your little frame. What a shame. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Is it, it was 190 your high weight? Mm, I think it was close to that if it wasn't that. All right, so close to it. Let me tell you how your body operates. First of all, the reason when you lose that amount of weight, you lost 50 pounds. You lost 50 pounds. You put it all back on. You lost 50, and it was tough. You did it, though. You accomplished something. And then you put it back on quick. People often ask, well, how did I put it back on quick? It's just like muscle. It's just like putting, if, if one has ever had muscle, and and then they quit working out, they quit eating right, they can recon- get the body to reconstitute that muscle fairly quick because they had it. But take somebody that's never had any muscle. They got to build it first. Well, see, we got to reverse engineer now. Here's what happens to somebody that worked hard to lose all that fat. You work hard, you lost it all, but those fat cells don't go anywhere. They're still there. And if the body doesn't have to produce new fat cells to store more fat, the putting the weight back on process is very, very fast. Now you've gotten to 190. It'll be a little harder 
to begin to put on new weight because you, you've hit back at your high. So what what you'll do if you keep overeating and overeating and overeating, feeding yourself like a doggone hog, having hog trough days every day, let me tell you what's going to happen. Your body's going to produce, it's going to fill all of your available fat cells back up. They're going to be full. Your body's now got to create more fat cells, and then you'll put on about 10 real quick. And then you'll hit a little plateau. And then guess what? The body will create more fat cells. So you get up, and now on your little frame, you're 100 pounds overweight. You're going to lose it. But then guess what? It's going to be easy to gain it all back again. Diets do not work. The first three letters of the word diet spelled die. Anything we start with and we don't stay with forever is a waste of our time. I just seen a friend of mine, Sean Greenway, who, as far as I know, is in excellent shape, has worked out since I've known him, looks like a Greek god, like Hugh Jackman or something, and he could vouch for what I'm telling you from this standpoint. If he loses the muscle, it's easy to put it back on. It works the same way with the fat. If you lose the fat, it's easy to put it back on. And, and for him, for example, I can go to the gym three, four times a week, and I don't get no new muscle because that's not consistent enough. I have to do it every day, every day. Sean does it every day, every day, every day, or he couldn't put on that muscle. We work hard so we can play hard occasionally. But here's what you did. You did this. And when you lost all of your weight, biggin. You you work 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 and then you got to play a little. Then when you reached your goal, all you had to do was work 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 play play work 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 play play work 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 play play. But here's what you did: play 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 play, and you put all that fat right back on your rear end. Good. Now, why should I help you if you're just going to do more harm to your body? Do you hear me? I'm listening. Yep. I'm thinking. Why? Should, why? I, if I, if why I were I, you, I would be very frustrated with me. I can understand that. I'm not but frustrated either, with you. I'm, I could care with me. I love you I as you are. I could care less. I could care less. This is about you finding a level of disgust that's that's enough without self-pity or without i'm not talking about there's unhealthy disgust and there's healthy levels of disgust a healthy level of disgust is when you say i this is you say i love myself but this ain't me it ain't never gonna be me i'm gonna fix this an unhealthy level of disgust is to have a pity party, sit down on the pity potty, not get up and say, I hate myself for letting this happen. I mean, that that's a surefire way for you to gain, just keep gaining weight. You, But we still have to find a level of disgust, a healthy level of disgust that will get your arse up and keep it moving now forever. Because if I help you do this again, and then you gain all the weight back again, you lose it, you gain it all back again, we're making you 
a less healthy person. So we need to discuss. Do you just need to be a, a big a biggin and enjoy being a biggin, or do you want to lose the weight permanently and keep it off? Because if you I want to lose, lose the it, weight permanently, well, you're gonna to have to, Debbie, because I can't keep enabling you to lose it fast and then gain it all back. This bad on your heart. Some of y'all that are watching, y'all need to listen. You need to have a lifestyle of being a dadgone glutton and enjoy what you're eating. Or you need to fix it. And here's the thing. We can make a complex program out of something that's very simple. You, here's the deal. You have to go on and decide there's no retirement. You're going to have to work, 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 to get to play a little bit. And that includes with food. Because if you play, play, play all the time, and then again, if you've got weight to lose, you can't work, work, play, play, work, work, play, play, work, work, play, play. Now, dang it, Debbie. Can't believe you did this. Me either. And what about, what kind of example are you setting for that husband of yours? Does he still need to lose weight? Oh, yes. Has it gotten worse after retirement or better? About the same, maybe a little worse. Joe, too? Probably. My goodness. My goodness. But I've got to get back and settle it and do it and set the example to hold with it. Yes, because he don't have the discipline you do. I hope he's listening. No, he doesn't have the discipline if you don't do it, he sure ain't going to do it. Part of the reason you've done it is because you've been running around with him. Both, both He feed his face, and you didn't want to get the FOMO, fear of missing out, so you feed your face too. Am I right? Correct. You're supposed to be fixing his – you're supposed to be demonstrating a proper healthy lifestyle for him so that he would eventually say, well, I can't beat her. I'm going to have to join her. Now he's giving himself over to the trough, too, both of y'all giving yourself over to the trough. How's y'all's love life? That's the same. It's not changed. Well, that was probably TMI. What you laughing about? That was not funny. Sandy, she does not have it. Sandy, Greg, don't just hush. You're the last person to need to be encouraging somebody who's giving themselves over to the hog trough, girl. You're the last person that needs to be in trying to encourage her. Debbie, you got this. You know what she's got? She's got what she's demonstrated that she's got, and that is she is a glut. The ability to get back on track and finish it. No, no, no. There's no finishing it. I mean, this is you ain't close to finishing it. It's an it. ongoing. No, but I can do it, Travis. We know I can do it. I don't know if you can. I'm really concerned about. I'm really concerned about helping you because I'm afraid you're gonna lose the weight again. You're gonna put it all back on. Your heart muscles gonna shrink. You're gonna put all that weight back on. Then your heart's weaker trying to handle a big woman. You know, your little heart trying to handle a 200-pound woman ain't healthy. It'd be better for you to just stay where you're at. Just stay. No, Travis. No, Jack. That's not enough. 
telling everybody if you keep losing and gain, losing gain, I'm not talking about 10 pounds. Everybody That's not an option for me. Hush, I'm talking. You can talk when I stop talking. That's your problem. You can't you cannot talk and comprehend what I'm saying. So I want you to get this. Sandy Gregg needs to get it. If you lose the weight and put it on, every time you lose weight, you're also losing the strength of your heart. Now it's it's okay because as the heart strength and size is coming down, your weight is coming down, making you an overall healthier person. But when you go down, the heart muscle, if you don't rebuild it, especially it it is minimized. Its capacity and strength is minimized as well. So now you've got a heart that isn't as strong as it once was, and you threw back on fifty pounds. Have you? ever walked around toting 50 pounds and notice how quickly your heart speeds up you're doing that you're putting on you put back on 50 pounds and now your heart is diminished in its strength because god knows you weren't working out your cardiovascular system while you've given yourself over to the trough and now it's it is it would be really much healthier for you to lose the weight permanently but if you put it all back on again Debbie, I fear for your health and safety. I'm not discompassionate like you might think that I am. I do not think you're discompassionate, and I do understand that if I continue to lose weight and put it back on, that I'm doing irreversible damage to myself. Thereby, I need to lose the weight and maintain and get through a maintenance phase so that I do not go back and do the same thing. Because it's damaging to my cardiovascular. That means that you have to stay. You Look, it's no different if you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, Debbie. If you, if you lose the weight and then you disappear, you stop tuning in, you stop journaling, you stop, you're going to go right back to the very... You're like in the Bible where the Bible talks about the proverbial dog, it vomits and then returns to its vomit, meaning it got rid of what was making it sick, and then it went back and licked the vomit right back up. You've been licking on vomit since the last time you were in my class. You've been, go- you've been going to the very, you, you stopped doing that that made you sick, made you ill, made you fat, and then you went right back to it and started licking it up again. Does that make any dang sense? It makes no sense to do it. Now, let me tell you what else doesn't make any dang sense. You're in health care. So out of the, the, the things that you see, people coming in, they're sick, they've got heart disease, they've got diabetes, whatever it is, for the most of the people that you see, what's the number one cause of them having the illnesses that they come to the hospital for? Weight, obesity. Is it really? Yeah. Well, people want to know. It really is. You see this every day. You see people that some of them are so big, so heavy, that there's even potential 
problems trying to operate on them because they're so big and heavy, right? What are some of those problems that could happen when somebody's really, really big as far as putting them out or whatever? What happens when they're that big? Well, their body has no ability to fight any illness they do come down with, and most of their illnesses are secondary to their weight. Um, the effects of diabetes, hypertension, hypercholesteremia, and uh, thereby they, uh, you know, if they do get sick, they, they, they're they even more incapacitated secondary to the weight. And it's not a matter of when they, if they get sick, it's a matter as to when. It's not, you said it's not, a matter of if they're going to get sick, it's when because they're overweight. Is that is that correct? You see that on a day-to-day basis. That's true. You watched that happen, but yet you still chose to feed your big end. Yes. It's amazing. Does that, that show a sign but, of intelligence? No, it shows a sign of an ability to say not me. Show you're an addict. Let me tell you why people eat the way they eat. They eat to the point that they become they become so overweight that they're unhealthy in body. I think that the problem is people think that what needs to be addressed is their eating habits because their eating habits are going to make them sick and yada, yada, yada. It may be true, but the problem is we don't start where the sickness really is. It's not a physical thing. It doesn't start. It's a head sickness. You're sick in the head. If you're, Would you say that somebody that tries to do their physical body harm is sick in the head? If I started cutting myself here on the camera, would you say Travis was sick in the head? I'd say you're not right. Not right. Well, just because you're not cutting the external part of your body, what are you doing to the inside of it? You're destroying it. There's no difference. It is a head sickness. And until you address that, Debbie, it's a head sickness, and you've got to get your thought processes right, or this is going to be a really short stint with you and I here doing this, because you'll lose it for two or three weeks and put it right back on. You're going to have to address the head part. So other than you've just given yourself over to the good life, hog troughing, which is really the bad life, what else is going on in your head that allows you to turn to food to the point that you do yourself bodily harm? Nothing in particular I'm aware of. I mean, just convenience and being busy and going and just doing, not thinking. Yeah. Not stopping to think about it and think of the discipline that I need to have to to do what's right. Well, I'm going to help you. You've said all the right things. You've said all the right things. If you want a meal plan from me, if you want a meal plan from me to help you get started and you want my arse chewing and kicking because my time is very valuable, then you need to send me your mission statement. What's the mission? What are you trying to accomplish? Why are you trying to accomplish it? And then I need a list 
of foods in every category, if you even remember the categories that you like, that you enjoy. I do not want to spend a lot of time throwing arrows or shooting arrows in the dark, trying to hit a mark and come up with a meal plan that's something you won't even do. Just put it all out there. Tell me where you go to eat, what restaurants you and Big Joe frequent, and that way I can know what I'm dealing with, and I'll put you together a meal plan that will get you restarted, get you pointed in the right direction, and then we're going to have to get you back on the air about every 10, 15 days or so so that you you can be held accountable. And we'll, if you come on one of these shows – and you haven't lost weight, you're going to get the worst arse chewing you've ever, ever had. Because as big as you are right now, woman, the weight ought to be coming off fast in the beginning. Okay, can I ask, you told me you want a, you want a mission statement that says what I want to accomplish. Thought, and what was yes. the answer? I want a mission statement. What is it that you aim to do? I want I want you to put on paper what you want out of your life and Joe's life as it relates to your health and wellness five years from now. I, I need, I need a, uh, what's your business plan? You know, that kind of plan. What's your mission statement? What are your core values? I want to know what you value because you're behaving as though the only thing you value is food. Your, is food. I mean, you're acting as though you don't value your relationship with God. You're acting as though you don't value your relationship with Joe. You're acting as you do not love yourself enough to take care of yourself and protect yourself. I want all of those things. I want a very thoughtful mission statement, your values, what your goals are, and then I need a list of foods that you like. Okay. Healthy or unhealthy, so that I can come up with void replacements for the things that you've given yourself over to. We need to find void replacements for those things. Uh, I want to know what healthy foods you enjoy. Also, Debbie, since you've done this before and you've lost the weight, tell me what were some of the things that you did that helped you and allowed you to be so successful when you first started Shibboleth. And I want to see that Debbie back. There's there's something in your voice that that I I detect some fear. I've never I didn't detect that before. You were on fire for Debbie, and I want to know where that Debbie went. No okay. fear. You have to be fearless. You have to be courageous, and do not let this turn into self-loathing. That's my job is to give you a hard time. I want you to talk Debbie up. You need to love Debbie. In fact, I want to hear you say it right now. Really, really loud. I love myself. I love myself. I do. I do Jack, love Debbie. Jack may not, but I love myself. Say it like that. Jack may not, Jack, but no, I... Jack may not love me, but I love I'm, me. I love Debbie. There you go. I'm disgusted with the things that I've done, but I'm not disgusted with myself. Say that. I'm disgusted with the things I've done, the choices I've made, but I am not disgusted with me. That's right. My choices define me if I don't change them. My choices define me if I do not change them. 
I'm not who I say I am. Repeat after me. I am not who I say I am. I am not who I say I am. Until my choices line up with who I say I am. Until my choices line up with who I say I am. And if you don't believe I can do it, Jack. If you don't believe I can do it, Jack. Just hide and watch. Just hide and watch. I will be a winner. I'm going to do it, and I love myself. I'm going to do it, and I love myself very much. So show the world that you love yourself and that you love your husband and that you love your values. Your values, your values, if you really have values, I have values. Why do I keep my weight off when I am a food addict? Because as much as I love food, there's some things that I say with my mouth that I love more than food. I love my wife more than food. I love my Shibboleth members more than food. I love my children more than food. I love my God more than food. So every day I have to sweat it out, grind it out, and remind myself of what I've because what I say does not matter. It's what I do that will end up making what I say matter. Just because you say that you love Debbie, just because you say you love Joe and you love the Lord, you love, you, you want to be a determined, persistent person, it doesn't make it so until your behaviors line up with what you say. I want to see your behaviors begin to line up with who I really think you are, which is a warrior. When are you going to give me that mission statement? My end of day. I want it. I've, and got, I want it I've got one appointment. After my appointment, I'll come back and do it immediately. I want it had better be very thoughtful. I'm expecting so much more of you than the other people that I'm working with. I will. I will. I will do it. I will. I'm taking notes here, and I will do it. And I will. I will. I want you weighing every day. I want you weighing every day. The first day that you don't weigh in and either text it to me or email it to me. Don't expect no long reply from me. I'm a busy man. But I want to see it every day. And the first time I don't see it, I'm done. I'm not working with you anymore ever again. You'll be all on your own. And you may get so pissed off at me that you want to quit me, but just remember, if you burn the bridge... If you burn the bridge, one day you'll want to come back over, and I won't be here, I will assure you. You send me your weight every day. I want to see the trend. And you're so big right now, Debbie, you better be losing weight every week. I will send it every day. You eat right and tight. And you and Joe, y'all going to have to sit down and have a come-to-Jesus meeting and you're going to have to make sure that if y'all going out and eating, that you've got your wits about you and that you eat right and tight. It's going to be really easy to rationalize and justify going on and giving yourself over to what Joe's eating or something you like on that menu. You're going to have to focus on the foods I tell you you can have at that restaurant or that fast food place, and you're going to have to talk yourself into that, and it will be things that you enjoy. You'll still enjoy them. 
You've got to stop letting the FOMO disease, fear of missing out, control you. You hear me? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Send I me will that do stuff. So. Send me that stuff. Do you have anything that you want these people who feel sorry for you to know before we go today? I do not want them feeling sorry for me. The results that I have are the results of decisions I've made. I want to take responsibility for those decisions and change mm. those decisions to be a, a winner and I accomplish the goal that I set forth. And if they want to do the same, all I can say is first thing you got to do is not blame anybody but yourself and look in the mirror and move forward, not backwards. Yeah. And would you confirm to these people, I've already got a little pop-up. It's amazing to me how people that they want to give me some private advice that I was a little over the top with you today, Debbie, and they thought this might hurt the ministry. I want to, I want to ask you this. Did you ask me to intervene, and did you ask me to, to be rough? That that was what you yes, did. I did. Yes, I did. I said I needed Jack. I didn't need Travis. I needed to be um, held accountable because I'm not holding myself accountable. My husband's not holding me accountable, neither, which is not his job, just to say it's my job. And I'm having a, I'm having a very difficult time saying no to me. And, you know, even in the past when I did this, I've told you it's hard to tell Debbie no sometimes. So I needed Jack to show up, and I asked for this, and I'm not, just so everybody knows, I'm not hurting. I appreciate Jack being honest with me, telling me like it is, and I need the accountability of weighing and being told, you know, what I can eat because I tend to expand and add stuff on my own. And so the accountability and Jack to be harsh on me is what I'm needing. And, you know, some people don't need that. And if they don't need it, they don't need to sign up for this this situation. But it's what I need right now. Are and I appreciate dis- it. Are you disappointed in the tongue lashing you got? No. I think I got <laughs> what I needed. I feel like... Yeah. Um, to know that I need to weigh in every day and I have to send it to you will be, will help hold me accountable. So I think that I got what I needed. I got what I asked for. And, um, you know, it's not for everybody. I understand that. But it's what I need at this moment. You definitely need it. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you I'm that. I'm in agreement. Debbie? I seen your pictures the other day, and I didn't know it was you. I thought that must be Debbie's mother. Nope, that's Debbie. You, you, I want those years gone again. You look so young, so healthy, so vibrant when you reached your goal weight. I want that Debbie back. Me too. Go get her. I'll get it. And I'll be back in touch with you. Uh, Are we done here? Pardon me? Are we done here? We're done here. 
Shall we talk? Uh, you text me, let me know. Fridays are good for me usually. Send me your mission statement. We will reconvene in 10, 12 days or so, probably on a Friday. And we all, we all are going to be following your story, and we're going to want to update. And I'd better see 10 pounds off in 10 days. Okay. That's easy to do. I'll send, I'll send, I'll send you that by end of day. All right. I'll be looking for it. Okay. Thanks, Jack. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Y'all heard it here. We have intervened with Debbie Hamby. I hope that I'm not wasting my very valuable time. I know that I'm not wasting her time if she will do that that I'm t going to tell her to do. You folks hold her accountable. She's going to need help. She's going to need support because I'm not here to coddle her. Until next time, I'm Jack Savage, and this was my intervention. See y'all. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.